Assalamu alaikum. I've missed you guys so much since last weekend. So much has happened over my weekend. Quite a busy weekend. I hope yours went really well. And the beginning of this week has been very, very gracious to you. Alhamdulillah. So I normally do this Monday marriage podcast. I get it. It's like Tuesday. You're like, where have you been? I have a really good reason. I'll tell you in a minute, inshallah. But before I do, I want to tell you what today's topic is because I'm really excited and I think a lot of you will really appreciate it. It's called The Quickest Way to a Man's Heart. And I'm going to tell you that secret today, inshallah, because we can put the focus on so many things. But if we don't get this basic thing down, we can just easily overlook it and dive into all the other complicated ways to do this, but actually it is so simple, but many of us don't do it. And by the way, just I will be honest about my reasoning for not being here on Monday. I had a really good reason, guys. Um, I had about two or three emergency phone calls of mothers having issues with suicidal teens or just teens who just wanted to leave Islam altogether. Yeah, and so for these, I kind of had to understandably just halt things rushed to their aid some of them are physically within you know my city or space and so alhamdulillah i wanted to make sure that they felt really supported in that time so forgive me and i know you can because you know how important it is for us to support one another as women but alhamdulillah we are here today and we have an amazing episode on the quickest way to a man's heart Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at the Mindful Muslima Speaks podcast. I am your host, Mindful Muslima, and we come every week, two times a week, with just Islamic advice on love, marriage, parenting, homeschooling, life hacks, you name it. Um, and we, we go through it together as women. Um, and what we really, really focus on just bringing in um, just the modern trends, but still keeping our Islamic identity. So staying like up to date with the modern world, quote unquote, but actually being able to get real answers to things like marriage, for example. And today we're going to talk about that specifically. And as usual, in this episode, I'm going to take two of your submitted questions and weave them into uh, these answers of sorts that I have here for you on this amazing topic, which I love, which is kind of the keys to a man's heart in a sense. And so I think as women, um, as I mentioned last podcast or the one before that and the one before that, guys, this is an entire series. Enjoy. If you go back, you'll hear so many pieces of advice. Just check out all the series topics. But today it's really important because I have a question from Islam 52, how to deal with my husband who is always moody. So today we're going to help you if you have those moody, grouchy husbands that, um, you know, kind of like doesn't always like give you the easiest time. This podcast will definitely help you. And another sister, um, Blissful Divine Nourishment, was asking how to keep your relationship strong in this, these difficult times. And so both questions actually have um, their rooting in a similar, um, the answers for them in this this episode today. So alhamdulillah, I think it'll be a really, really great one. I'm looking forward to giving you guys some tips on your questions, inshallah ta'ala, and kind of indirect answers, but some really, really useful stuff you could use every day in your home, inshallah ta'ala. Um, just before we start, I just wanted to make one announcement. We had some really, really great talks. I might put one up on YouTube recently 
on advice for women during COVID and how to manage like the super moms and how to manage the things that they're going through and dealing with juggling everything. So about in the next day or two, look out for a YouTube video from me. If you're on Instagram, I'll definitely put it on my stories. And the other thing is many of you guys know that um, my Thrive Muslima online exclusive community will be closing probably the first week of November. And it's probably like the third and a half-ish um, week of October. So just heads up because once I close it off in terms of registration, it, like it's not over, it's just the registration is closing, then I probably will not open it up back again for some time. I'm not sure when. So I don't want women to feel bad when they see me constantly posting challenges and workshops and then asking me, sister, how do I get in those? And I'm going to be like, guys, it's for Thrive members. So I will be doing still free stuff, like in terms of like for everyone in the community, but for those women that are exclusively in kind of like our mentorship program, like I want you to know that this is like the boat is leaving. So in the next week year and a half, if you're really interested or you've been questioning it this whole time, um, you can always check it out. And it's basically like a month to month engagement. And if you don't like it for any reason, you can always just come right back out. So just to let you guys know, applications, for those, um, I'll put the link below. You do have to apply to get accepted. So inshallah ta'ala, I'll definitely give you guys that link. So today we are talking about this topic. And again, another one that I wish I had so long before, um, inshallah ta'ala. And I have taken really great care in singling out advice that will kind of draw your attention to the importance of being mindful of your husband's mood and kind of how to keep it really positive. And when your husband is happy, kind of like the sayings that husband have, when my wife is happy or when mom's happy, everybody's happy. It's kind of like that for the men too. Because, you know, men, they have a lot of stress. They go outside every day and they really, really want to come home into like a loving, warm embrace. Now, let's be real for a minute, right? With us, there might not have been a loving, warm embrace for us in the house, right? It might have been like, crazy chaos with the kids. It could have been us, you know, cleaning and cooking feverishly. Um, for women like myself, we are also homeschooling children all day and then working from home all day. So being super presentable, being super positive and all these other things. And then on top of that, being like an active Muslim, like engaging in ibadah or learning or anything, this is kind of a tough order, right? A tall order for us women. And I totally get that. But there's a couple things that if we just kept mindful of them, right? Like the whole purpose of, of my movement here with Mindful Muslima is that you can just control so much of your life if you can just be more mindful. By the way, so many of you just right here, I do want to say, have been kind of messaging me about all these different emotional things you're going through. And I'm really, really excited to tell you that in November, I'm opening up kind of my free class on how to deal with emotions and mindset. And I'm really, really excited about that because I want us to know it is a skill set that can be learned. And we'll be starting off with like one particular focus, but then I'll be giving you just like so many other um, ways to handle your emotions, be it stress, anger, whatever, anxiety um, within uh, that class. I'll explain everything. So inshallah ta'ala, you're going to see, but yeah, look forward to that in November. But yeah, so keeping this mindfulness on just a couple things that we could do, and it doesn't require us to put a lot of energy. It doesn't require us to spend a lot of time on it. It's just like super simple. Like some of them are just seconds long. And so I think we can do it, guys. I have, I have faith in you. And you might have noticed in the past podcast, there was an absolutely amazing sister, Zainab, and she is just so eager to learn. Well, guess what? Um, coming up in one of the, the next podcasts, I have this 
beautiful sister from Germany. You know who you are. I know you're listening because she is just um, an amazing sister in our community. And she is just going through so many things. And yet she is the smiliest, most positive woman I've ever seen. May Allah bless her and reward her. And I'm like, if she can do it, I think any of us can do it. And she's going to talk about how she does it anyway. So look forward to that podcast when she tells us uh, her story. But for today, let's dive right into kind of this advice and how we can um, keep our husbands in a good mood and therefore keep our homes happy and make sure that we are kind of keeping our relationship strong in these difficult times. There's so much stress on all of us. So the first thing I want to say is that I know this seems like obvious, but I'm going to give you a bit more granular, like detailed examples so that you can start to incorporate these right away and see results right away, inshallah, bismillah ta'ala. So be careful, sister, that your husband doesn't hear or see things from you because by hearing and seeing these like these two senses, right? We have five senses, just hearing and seeing, people's tastes and intellects are measured. So don't let your husband hear and see anything from you, which is anything other than beautiful or attractive. Now you're like, hey, like you just told me like I have a really rough day. How am I supposed to do that? Easy way. No worries. I have you. So the first one is really simple. And I do this myself. I can tell you it's actually a really beautiful practice to do because it helps you like Allah forbid we don't know like when our husband leaves the house or when I leave the house like what when is the last, next time we will see them again Allahu alam. I could go outside and something bad could happen to myself or my husband as well so it's really really great to always come and greet each other and to leave each other on a beautiful note because at least that was the last memory and my husband and I we agreed in our marriage to always do that so um, the first one is not to neglect greeting our husband Islamically when they enter the home. And, you know, by the way, this whole idea of, of pleasing or displeasing and all this stuff, this is from um, Um, uh, um Ghadiya that he said to the messenger, peace be upon him, O messenger of Allah, advise me, advise me of some of the, the best things I can do for my husband. And he said, be aware of saying that which is displeasing to his ears. Because the truth is, like, sometimes we set our husbands off, but we don't realize it. Let me give you a perfect example. He comes in the door, and the first thing we say is, like, where are you? Where were you? Like, I was waiting. I had this issue. The kids are like this, this. So the minute he comes in the door, he's, like, smacked with this a bit of aggressive mood. And now I know you might have very good reasons, or I might have very good reasons for saying those types of things. But I just want you to be that person walking through the door, and then your husband just, like, runs to the door, like, you know. How do you feel? Like, subhanAllah, alhamdulillah, could we say assalamu alaikum first? Like, even us as females, we would be like, whoa, right? And so one thing that's really important is to have the Islamic sunnah come first. First, before all of our mentions and desires is holding the sunnah of Rasulullah which is just to give him assalamu alaikum rahmatullahi wa barakatuh when he comes in the door and like kiss him on the cheek, kiss him on the lips, whatever it is you guys do. But for my husband and I, it's the first thing we do. It doesn't matter if I'm in the kitchen, he walks through the front door, he will come all around to find me or the back door. If he finds me in the bedroom, the first thing he does to his children is, because of course they all rush up to him, baba, and they go into his, his arms as soon as he runs in the door and he loves that. And when they don't, he reminds them, hey, where's my hug and kiss? And he teaches them too. And it's just like such a beautiful thing, right? When they embrace. And then the next thing my husband always says, and I could hear him, if he can't physically see me, he always says, where's your mom? Every single time, where's your mom? And then they tell him, mommy's in the bedroom, mommy's in the back, she's cleaning this. And he always walks straight to me and he kisses me and he says, alaykum. Since we're married. 
it's really, really, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm kind of like choking up a bit, alhamdulillah, <laughs> because um, it's something really beautiful. And the same thing when we leave to go uh, somewhere, we will find one another no matter where we are in the house and we will give salam to each other and we'll go out the door. And I just want you to imagine, like, again, we don't know when that last encounter is. Allah forbid my husband out, went out for the day. Sometimes people, you know, they don't even say anything to each other. So I, I want you to imagine that experience of of you doing that as opposed to, um, you know, so so salaming him and rushing him is kind of like the second they go together. So salaming him and just rushing into a warm welcome for him. Now, some women are like, hey, why doesn't he give a warm welcome for me? Well, that's the thing. And so in our house, it's like whoever comes in, the other person is rushing or welcoming them. Um, you know, my husband, maybe he doesn't always get up and stand up, but the first thing he expects is that um, we're going to like see each other first. Like I'll walk over to him, like just like how when he comes in the door, he, he starts looking for me he doesn't always expect me to walk but the point is that we have some type of ritual for this and um, I want you to imagine the opposite for a minute okay so I've created this beautiful like okay everybody's here yay we all rush to each other I want you to envision the opposite which exists in so many homes I want you to instead envision that you're walking through the front door and your husband's on the couch playing with his phone you come in you have a bags of groceries in your hand, struggling. He doesn't even look up from the phone. He doesn't salam you, doesn't make eye contact. Maybe you call his name and he's like, what, what, what did you, what happened? You need, to, you need something? Not even interested. That is a totally different feeling to create in a home as opposed to rushing and loving and being aware. So this is something actually I do for him and he does for me. And it's a, just a really beautiful way of greeting one another. SubhanAllah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala count it for us with our good intention. The next thing um, that we can do is that we should always compliment him and tell him beautiful things. And, you know, like, again, because my husband and I were both aware of the sunnah, we tend to do these for one another. So for my husband, he won't always like, be like, oh, you look so amazing today. Like, maybe it's not what he's saying, but he might say, you look tired. Is everything okay? So this just general... Um, concern for the other person before we convey our needs is another psychological thing that kind of preps and primes someone. So I want you to imagine that if you have this arrangement with your spouse where you walk through the door and the first thing he does is greet you and salam you or look for you, where are you, or you look for him and you guys are like salam. And then the next thing they say to you is, how was your day? How are you feeling right now? As opposed to the opposite, which is like, being ignored when you walk in the door or like feeling stressed out and then people just again ignore you or they just are just like look I need this from you right now like I have to go to the store I have to run here I have to do this and then it's just like me 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 I want you to ask yourself which situation would you rather walk into now as women we could be a bit more forgiving and understandable we think of oh maybe he was upset maybe he was tired and then tend to not think into things as much as we do they take things for face value oh she doesn't care she didn't even salam me like that they just go straight to the negative and that's just kind of the, their makeup sometimes so because the Rasulullah he knew that he would advise the women and things like don't let him hear, hear anything from you see anything so this beautiful positive warmth will definitely, even if he's in a bad mood, tone him down as opposed to adding fuel to the fire when he comes in. I promise you I've done this. It is exactly what we need to do. Alhamdulillah. I've lived with this and without this and can't ex describe the difference. So you're going to compliment him and kind of resist the needs and the nagging. I'm not saying you're not going to bring them up. I'm just saying 
be smart and withhold. Withhold whatever it is that's burning inside of you and just greet him and smile and everything first. Because one, this is the sunnah, so Allah knows best and Allah is the turner of hearts. And two, like this is exactly um, the way that the men work. And I told you, when we understand marriage and we understand how like the, the psychological or physical makeup of our husband, there's just certain things that are just smarter to do. And this is definitely one of them. Um, and this will strengthen his honor and determination, just like mentioning anything great about him, complimenting him, asking about how his day was. And you know, like the other day I was just joking around my husband, he had to get some glasses. My husband never really wore glasses before. I know he's a little bit self-conscious about them because he doesn't um, usually ever wear them in his life. It was something the doctor had suggested um, and something just running in his family. And so I said, oh, you know, like, look who looks so scholarly or studious today or something like I made a joke but I, I meant it in like a sweet way and I gave him like a, a peck on the cheek and that's the point like he he made a little smile like it made him feel a bit better maybe you know and so subhanAllah um, for this reason when the Prophet peace be upon him came to his wife Khadija radiallahu anha um, you know after the first revelation descended upon him and while fearing for himself she said to him you know like remember he ran he ran from the mountain and, and he's coming to her looking for comfort that's the same thing the prophet did with his wife. And what did Khadija say? Oh, like, man up. <laughs> you know, she doesn't talk like this. She says, Allah will never disgrace you. You unite the ties of kinship. You bear the burden of the weak. You help the poor and the needy. You're amazing. You're an amazing person. Don't worry. Allah will never leave you. Like when he, when she saw him concerned, like the same thing. We see our husbands; they have issues. We have issues with money. All of us do at some point or another. We just say, "Don't worry." Allah's rizq is a, it's a promise. Everyone is given their due rizq. It will not be withheld from you. Allah's going to give it to you. Allah's going to help you. Allah's most merciful. Don't worry. You know, like we say with like genuine sincerity. And so definitely, definitely just coming first with the beautiful welcome, you know, the beautiful embrace, the, the coming to him, like rushing to him. Same thing. You can create this where he does to you if, if you have this type of um, openness and communication with your husband. And then saying something positive to them after that. Like, oh, you know, you look so nice today. Or, oh, how are you feeling? I know you were, so, you were coughing this morning. I know it's a little cold today. So these are the types of ways we're going to start. I promise you, you will bring down his walls a little bit and so he can open up to whatever else you need to tell him after that but do not smack him with he forgot to throw out the garbage didn't i tell you like last week like i really need your help like don't start it that way because nothing positive is going to come after that so starting with these positive things are really really important to create that beautiful mood and the next thing is just to use the most beautiful speech expressing your love and affection and so you know don't become bored with mentioning positive things about how much you care and appreciate him. Um, for men, for some reason or another, psychologically, appreciation is incredibly important. This is not a Muslim thing. This is totally, totally just all men in general. And so it's something just to keep in mind. Many psychologists talk about it. Feeling appreciated, the fact that they went outside all day. Um, for many of them, they show their love by working. They show their love by providing. I know as women, we want more of like the hugs and kisses and sweets and clothes and jewelries or whatever it is that each particular woman um, wants. Everyone is different but or attention for some women or just you know basic things but at the end of the day men, very much for men and like they feel like their love is shown in providing and working all day so they just sometimes want to feel like you acknowledge that that was the effort they made even if it's not exactly the first thing you wanted or you know it is something important to them so again because of the psychology we're trying to create the mood we have a purpose here in creating a really great relationship that's something that we put our effort towards all right and the 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 other basic one I will give you, yeah, maybe like, hmm, 
Well, this one and the next one kind of go together. So we'll just call them a little, little package. Um, seeing and hearing. I mean, like, obviously I reminded you in the other podcast, um, is that you're gonna, you're gonna come obviously having brushed your hair. <laughs> if your baby spit up all over your clothes, you're still wearing the clothes that you like bleach the floor with a quick cleanup. Like if you have a general idea of when your husband comes home every day, um, having him like, like, like seeing and hearing from you beautiful things. And then seeing you like at least put together where you're not a sloppy hot mess. Like many of us are most of the day. Like I told you, I went into many homes and I was really almost trained by other women because this wasn't necessarily a thing that happened in my home. So that's not, I'm promising ladies, these are things you can learn. It doesn't like you have to be raised in the most perfect Muslim family to do these things. Um, I went to certain women's houses and I remember I would go over there to eat lunch or whatever. And they're like, I'm sorry, I have to go change. My husband will be home within an hour and I have to make sure, you know, I'm, I'm presentable. And they would just go and do that because they knew the sunnah was to always make yourself look presentable and never see your husband see anything bad from you. So that is kind of a bonus one I just threw in as a reminder from a previous podcast. But here would be obviously insert before he comes home 30 minutes to an hour. If you could bathe or spray some perfume or at least just change your clothes or brush your hair really quick. If you want to go all out and you want to have special efforts when he comes home or whatever, that's you too. That's even, that's like bonus. That's even better. But I'm just saying if the least we could do is just freshen up, like think about if like a, a neighbor came by, we wouldn't like have these nasty clothes on. Or if even just sometimes a friend comes over, we put on better clothes for our own husband. Come on guys. Like I think we could do a bit better. So the, that was just a bonus. But the last one is um, really just withholding ill speech. So even when we finally get to that thing, we need to tell him about like how annoying he is for keeping putting, throwing his socks in certain areas or like, Hey, you know, you promised me you're going to fix that thing in the bathroom. And then you never did. Like, even when we do it, our tone is so important now for us. It's okay. So this is very cultural, by the way, in my culture, tone is not very, very, very important. But in my husband's culture, it is like, even if you talk slightly above what I'm talking now, it's considered yelling. It's just cultural. And I realized that after a while. So, you know, the Prophet Peace Economy used to advise us about like speaking roughly or saying things that we're going to regret. And so just keeping like a complete tone down of what it is we're going to say and how we're going to say it. You know, the Prophet Peace be upon him gave advice to Abu Ayyub al-Ansari. And he said, if you stand for prayer, perform the prayer as if it was your last and don't say something that you'll regret tomorrow. And be satisfied with what you were given, not greedily seeking, you know, that which is in the hands of others. So right in the middle of that statement was don't say something you're going to regret tomorrow. Again, we don't know who's promised tomorrow, guys. So, you know, we don't need to at this point, you know, tell our husband all the ways that he has disappointed us, you know, in our marriage, you know. So we have to make things a lot less personal. If you've heard my advice for parenting, it's very much the same thing with our kids. A lot of like the number one way, okay, to destroy the self-esteem of your child, which is directly connected to their happiness and ability to be a great functioning Muslim is to make it super personal and let them believe for some reason or another that you're highly disappointed in them to the point where you are, you know, your love is questionable because it's just conditional based on whether or not they behave themselves or not. So we can create this atmosphere in our marriage as well, where like our respect and love and admiration for our husband is conditional based on the things he remembers to do that he's promised and things like this. As important as that is, and it really is because we should, you know, he should expect the same from us and vice versa. Um, I want you to know that sometimes we are making things a bit more personal than they need to be. Some people are just overwhelmed. Some people are overstressed. Sometimes as women, yeah, come on now, guys, we, we make it personal, like he doesn't love me. 
because he didn't do something. We make it more than it is. And guys often have no clue why we do this. They're like, what are you talking about? I just forgot I'm tired. For example, let me tell you the perfect one that my husband forgets every time. I tell my husband, could you order some chicken? Because there's particular, we have different kinds of eaters in my house. We have vegans, vegetarians, pescatarian, bean eaters. And the meat eaters always suffer because um, my husband has one particular place that he trusts and likes to get meat from. He will only get from this place. And if food is ever served, he wants to have the meat from this particular place. Everybody has their thing, right? So I say, um, one day, can you go get that for me? And then he'll be like, yeah, of course. How many do you want? I'm like, oh, this many. He's like, great. Usually for days on end, he will not bring any chicken home. And he always goes, why didn't you remind me? And I'm like, honey, um, in the middle of the day, I don't have time to call you twice. Cause usually if I remind him, it has to be like twice, three times within the same day. He's really busy at work. And I know he is. He often goes and makes the Nia to do it and then gets distracted by something else and doesn't. He puts notes on his phone for me. He puts alarms. He usually blazes through all of them and forgets the chicken every time. Do I think it is the end of our marriage? Mind you, I've been doing this for years with him, this exercise. And he's like, no, honestly, I need you to remind me. And I'm like, honestly, sometimes I do and you still forget. So instead of making it like a point of contention in our marriage, we've made it like the running joke. So I'll be like, so where's my chicken? And then he'd be like, "Mm." so what I've learned to do is adapt. Okay. So instead of making it like this, like thing, I know, like, you know, I just will sometimes like, if I know I'm running low on chicken, I'll ask him way days before creating an incredible buffer, knowing that most likely chicken is not coming for days. Right. Um, some of you might say, why don't you just drive to the chicken place yourself? It's really far from where I am. And it's like literally right next to where my husband works. So it's like kind of ridiculous, but alhamdulillah. And even the ordering, you can't order and have it delivered as far as I live. So the point is, at the end of the day, it kind of falls on him. But we've made it a joke. I just bear patience. I just understand it's probably something that will never be perfect. But I promise you, there are things that he equally is probably annoyed at some point in our relationship from me. And that's really what marriage is. It's that rahma. It's that mercy for one another, that empathy. So I hope you really enjoyed today's um, podcast. And it was really just simple about creating mood. And by the way, I do want to tell you a little, just again, bonus tip. It's like for some reason, as human beings, we're very triggered by smell. So one really nice thing, believe me, if even if you create my husband, I realized that he used to do this a long time ago in his country. And then I didn't um, actually keep this as a practice again until maybe a couple of years back. But Sometimes like putting a special behor or perfumes or things in the house before he comes, it makes them nostalgic of when I walk in my house, I smell this smell and it's a beautiful smell. And I see my wife and she has a beautiful smile and she embraces me and she tells me something lovely about myself. Guys, don't tell me your husband will not want to come home to that and be kinder to you than he is already. And you might be very kind already, alhamdulillah. So please take this advice. I hope it really, really helps. I love these Monday marriage, even though it's Tuesday today. Don't hate me. <laughs> Talks and me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you and join your hearts as husbands and wives even closer than before. Like I said, guys, don't forget if for whatever reason you want to join us where we do so many more of these talks on a deeper level, we have so many resources in marriage and things like that on our Thrive community. I'll put the link below. You're welcome to join us before the registration closes. Other than that, I will see you guys back on Friday, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum.